Welcome back to Hellas and Homies. I'm with a dear friend from back in the day, Tom Olsen. Oh, it's what's happening, dude? Hey, brother. Good? It's good to see you. Yeah, hey. It's been a minute, eh? Dude, it has been a long minute. Yeah, well, you moved to the gong. How's that been? Dude, it's been unreal. I've been loving it ever since. Yeah. Dude, it's just so sick. I love it down there. Met like a whole bunch of new friends, which is awesome as well. Yeah. So it's been unreal down there. Yeah. Been moving around a lot too. I think I've been to like three different suburbs there now. Yeah. Like all in the gong. Yeah, all in the gong. So it was all in like the northern suburbs. I think I started first place was in Bulambi. Yeah. Was one of the scatter ones. Yeah. Um yeah. and then I moved from there to Winuna and that was a nice place. But I actually ended up living next to meth dealers. Yeah. That's not Crazy. fun obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so I ended up leaving that place and now um now I've copped a place on the beach at Thoreau. Yeah. With four of my mates in a share shack there. So yeah, that's man. sick. Yeah. Yeah, man, loving it. What do you get up to with a day down there? Just music, everything. Yeah. It's either music or I'm in the ocean. Yeah. That's literally all it is. That's life, eh? Yeah, man. Yeah. So before music, like, you're in the army. Yeah, I was. I was yeah. in the Defence Force. Yeah. God, that was crazy, bro. Yeah. I knew we were going to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> so life's changed, man. Like, yeah, it has massively. What, what, what happened between army and DJing? So it literally transitioned one straight to the other. Yeah. Like, I was, I think it kind of overlapped a little. It was actually in the army and then. Um, injured my back doing that and I think it was while I was kind of going through all the rehabilitation in yeah. the defense force um the our mate Hugh Kermel, yeah 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 ended up watching his shout gig at um shout yeah, out yeah. to Hugh dude such a legend um went and watched him play a gig at Blue Fig Bar if you've been there nah in Newtown Blue Fig, nah. nah a sick little bar cool little gig went and watched him play there and I was like dude that looks like so much fun so much fun I yeah. was like I want to do that yeah that looks hectic so I think it was like Towards the end period of me being in the army, I like picked up a little bit pair of DJ decks. Yeah. And started working on it. Yeah, that's mad. And then like when I came out, I finally just like had all this time and I was like, dude, I'm gonna just like pick this up. Yeah. I think I just went yeah. for like six months straight every single day. I was just like on a pair of decks mixing. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So Capture, where'd the name come from? Dude, so coming up with a name for something is the hardest hard. shit yeah, hard. ever. Especially because you know it's like something you're gonna have to stick with, right? Yeah. And you're not going to want to change it. And it's got to like resonate with you. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, I've got to come up with something. And I think I was in the phase where I was just recording the first Filthy Friday mix yeah. that I wanted to release. I was like, dude, I need a name for it. I can't just release this thing without a name. And I went to the pub specifically for the idea of I'm going to sit down. I'm going to drink beer until I come up with a name. Yeah. I sat down at the pub with a stone and wood. You know, like when the TV is like yeah, yeah. at the pub and it's just <laughs> yeah. playing random yeah, like shit, that shit. Yeah. and you're not listening to it. I'm sitting in there like, look, probably look like such a depressed bloke. So I'm just sitting there heavy in thought with this stone and wood in yeah. my hand. <laughs> I hope no one saw me in that pub. But this TV's playing and I'm like thinking of names and I like heard the word capture. Like, yeah. like capture in the fucking moment or something. Yeah. I don't know what they said. And I was like, capture yeah so that's cool i, like, I could use yeah. that how could i spell it though i was like let's, let's mix it up and i have my notes out and i wish i could find the note but i spelt it so many weird ways yeah yeah and then landed on the k-a-p-t-c yeah yeah and i was like that's cool yeah threw it to some of the homies and they're like man that's hectic yeah that's fucking here we are it's a sick name yeah oh, cheers. yeah <laughs> they um yeah like i remember i found that like capture record i sent you remember back in the day oh, I on soundcloud know. And you were like, oh, I do remember this. I was like, dude, is this you? Because this song's huge. <laughs> it was and massive. This yeah, song yeah. had blown up. And it, it was kind of like almost same Yeah, same genre-ish. sound. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, that's full not me. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was so happy for it. I was like, dude, I've been bumping this song. And then it just hit me. I was like, Capture made it. And yeah, I was like, fuck. I remember and you sent that to me. I was like, God, I wish that was me. It was yeah. Not. It was a good song. 
Uh, <laughs> Filthy Fridays. I was bumping them yesterday. How'd they come about? You like them? I love them. Baseline, oh, bro. That's so sick, eh? Yeah. Oh, I've been in love with that genre. Seven is most probably my favorite. I'm frothing over that. Yeah. That's my favorite, personally. Yeah, That's yeah. one I was, like, most stoked with working on it. I was like, wow, I'm pretty yeah. stoked I produced this. But um, I can't remember how they came along, man. Yeah. I think I was just, like... Because when I started, I was not into baseline at all. I was into, like... Um, have you heard of, like, Cut Snake? No. Nah. It's, like, this real deep, like, melodic kind of thing. I was massively into that. What would be the biggest song out of that? Desire by Cut Snake. No. Nah. Hectic track. It's so sick. I think Fisher yeah. used to be a part of Cut Snake. Yeah, right. I'm pretty sure yeah. he was, and then he like split, and that's the single dude doing it now. Yeah. Um, but I was doing that for a bit, and then I was like, I can't remember where I first heard Baseline. I think it was like Holy Goof. Yeah, yeah. I heard like a Holy Goof track or something. Holy Goof, when he put the Drake remix, he did it at a show oh, and then put dude, it on Facebook. That would have been it. Yeah. That would have been the track. And yeah. I was like, dude, that's hectic. Got into that, started listening to that, and drum and bass. And I was like, I'm going to start mixing this kind of music. And that was a really thing to transition through, is going from like, mixing that real deep kind of simpler music into yeah. this real like heavier kind of stuff yeah. way more intricate in the way you've got to mix it um so the first one like i pumped out and i thought it was shit yeah i thought it was terrible yeah i was like like i love the music Creative but i was process, like this bro. is the first yeah. thing and then it just blew up yeah out of nowhere it, like blew up to my extent yeah but i was like whoa it got like 700 views in one day yeah and i was like dude this is hectic yeah. <laughs> and then i just kept doing them and yeah now we're at seven yeah the what's your like which one took you the longest you reckon oh the, f the first one took me a while because i wanted it to be good and i just was not really good at mixing yeah. for that long so it took me a while the next three i rushed yeah because i just wanted to get more out yeah how yeah. like you gotta like stay consistently getting out so i hate those yeah i wish i could get rid of them the other ones i think the longest one i spent on was probably the latest one was seven yeah it right. took me ages yeah just because i was at a point now where i was like All right, i actually want to get this. yeah like, it seems like the mixing and the cutting up was like like a process and a half yeah 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 like dude. even in the first minute like the differences in like tempo and stuff like yeah yeah, yeah man pretty good yeah yeah i get into yeah. it it's cool yeah so with the filthy fridays have you got a chance to play them at a show yet like play them at a show yeah so i do i don't usually like play them at shows or just like mix yeah. like all sorts of other stuff um but it's cool like i played them on the radio and i play them out live and stuff which yeah. is sick so yeah, let's speak about radio how first like radio had that come about so oh, how did that even happen it was with my mate um geordie fortune music shout out yeah, to that legend yeah um and he did a radio show on the like in the studio that we're now doing yeah. it at it's called orbital radio in sydney yeah um and he went on this thing called uh what's it called geordie amigos Ezra and Amigos yeah, it was called right. um, and he went in there and did a mix and he was like speaking to the dude and he's like dude let's get like a show going on here and then he had met me not too long before I'm pretty sure yeah and he was like bro let's like get amongst this let's have our own show on there yeah and we spoke to the dude and got amongst it and now yeah we do a show every fortnight on Friday from 2 to 4pm yeah that's mad just six slot yeah I was so stoked on that yeah that's mad mm. fucking hell and then first show where was that um like my first playing show yeah. it was at a boat party again that geordie got us yeah big clutch. shout out to that dude yeah, clutch. Yeah, yeah. so hard <laughs> um but he had known this dude from a gig that he had previously done called james debritsky which runs ripples events yeah um which is now primarily based at 871 yeah um in the city but he was originally doing boat parties this was like when covid was a bit of a thing yeah and all you could get away with doing yeah, was yeah. boat parties because yeah, there yeah. were no clubs open um, and I had literally basically just met Geordie and he said dude 
got this boat party coming up but this dude yeah. has asked me to play do you want to come play on it that's right and i was like man that sounds hectic let's do it yeah. and i had so much fun and me and Jordy just like mixed so well together. Yeah. So we've just been doing like the duo things. Since yeah. Basically. So how long? Are you, how many shows have you done? You reckon? Oh, dude, I couldn't even tell. You. Yeah. I have absolutely no idea. Just do it all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. almost every single weekend. Yeah. Sometimes two a weekend. Yeah. Sometimes three right. a weekend. What's your yeah. favorite show you've done? I reckon my favorite show is gonna be the one tonight, which I'm so keen yeah. for. Club seventy seven. Club seventy seven supporting Wafu, but the Wafu. Yeah, Wafu. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so I'm keen for that. Um, but biggest show previously. God, that's hard, man. There was one that we played at 871 that I was talking about. We had an absolute ball at that. Yeah. I think the reason we had so much fun is because we set this like low expectation because we were playing first that not really many people would be there. Yeah, yeah. I think we got like 15 minutes into our set and the club was packed. Yeah, mad. We're like, holy shit, this is so sick. And we love minimal music. Yeah. So we're just like bopping the minimal. It was awesome. Yeah. That was a fun gig. Yeah, fuck yeah. So what's your, like, I mentioned it briefly, baseline. Like, how... Like, why is that your type of taste? I don't know, man. Can't point to it. It's just, it's not even just the music. I like, I love heavy music, yeah. but I reckon it's UK culture. Yeah, yeah. I love Around it, the dude. rave, yeah. Yeah, man. All that rave kind of stuff. You seen that, that guy on the bike on TikTok? Yes, yeah. He has, the, um, he has a X, an RX2 yeah. posted up on the handlebars of his bike and he rides around with yeah. hundreds of dudes. It's mad. Pumping drum and bass. Yeah. Oh, it's so hectic. I need to get over there, seriously. Yeah. Just get involved. Yeah, man. Yeah. I just want to go to the UK in general. Yeah. Just get amongst the place. Yeah, fuck yeah. It'd be a change from Wollongong. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It would be. <laughs> be a massive a change. change. Oh, I just want to go there and meet chicks with a UK accent as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Melts me. <laughs> I'm go- I'll, I'll go there in a month. Oh, bullshit. Yeah. Dude, what are you doing over there? Just Kentucky and shit. Are you kidding? Yeah, going to Tomorrowland, actually. What? Yeah. Dude, that's going to be such an experience. Yeah, one of the boys, older boys, he had tickets to 2020. Then they got reallocated and then they got reallocated and he was like, fuck, I'm not going this year. Like I got other things on. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, he put the, us through into like, you basically jumped the queue online. Yeah. Right. And so we all got a ticket to Tomorrowland, three nights. And then we're that also doing ultra money, bro. Yeah. It's 1500. Oh dude. Wait, yeah. just for the ticket. No, no, no. You get camping oh, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, just for t- camping and the ticket. Yeah. You, oh, you get like, like showers and shit like that. $1,500 for three nights. Yeah. <laughs> bro i, I thought splendor was expensive yeah, yeah but that so i thought that as well right but then i was like fucking tomorrowland is the biggest festival in the world huge like, yeah and you gotta think of how much they're paying every single artist that they've yeah. got on that lineup they didn't even making the money bro yeah and then we go to ultra as well in oh, croatia dude. do you see leatrix play there yeah nuts that's ridiculous yeah nuts i can't believe that eh? he I grew saw- up a street from me that's what i'm saying yeah dude full sydney kid and yeah. he's just Playing at Ultra Music Festival, yeah. one of the biggest music festivals in the world. Yeah, he got like um, co-signed by like Skrillex at one point. Yeah, right. Yeah, Skrillex shouted him out. It was a Skrillex. It was someone. It was a massive DJ. Bro. But yeah, would you ever want to play like one of those? Oh, dude, it'd be unreal. Yeah, I haven't even thought that far ahead. Yeah, that is way beyond my like thought process yeah, yeah. at the moment. I'm not thinking about Ultra yet. Yeah, I'm thinking about what Sydney club I want to play next. Yeah. What would you like? Have you got an opportunity to do any like festival type of settings yet or anything like that? Yes, yeah, so we got really fortunate. Not like a proper like mainstream festival. Yeah. Um, but we did a festival called Missing Peace. Yeah. Um, can't remember where it was. It was somewhere up north near kind of Newcastle inland. Yeah. Um, but we had a dude Charbel, which is a DJ himself and an events. Um, oh, he hangs out with Hilda. He's part of Boomchild. No, I don't think so. Yeah, he runs Beirut. Yeah, we might be talking about someone yeah. else. Um, but he runs a thing called Beirut's, um, which he does like this Pulso thing in Sydney and stuff. But yeah, um, 
him and this other guy, Brian Rowe, another DJ that we know, ran this uh, festival, Missing Pace. Yeah. We got to play that and that was unreal experience. Yeah, fuck yeah. It was so much How many fun. people were there? I couldn't even tell you. I think it was like 600. That's mad. Maybe. That's, Up more. Yeah. Close to yeah, close yeah. to a thousand. But That's yeah. Sick. Oh dude, it was unreal. Yeah. Do you see Strawberry um is it Strawberry Fields? Down in Melbourne, yeah. the bush rave. Do you see that? No, I didn't see it. Oh, it looked nuts. Oh I'm, like, I'm gutted I didn't get to go to what was that other one? What was the one that was out and I had the crates? No, 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 no. The one that um me and you wished that we went to but didn't see it. Dude, there'd be so many people listening yeah. right now going, I know yeah, exactly yeah. what he's talking about and I just can't think of it. Yeah, there was one called Strawberry Fields down in um, Vic and it was just like this huge rave, man, and it looked amazing. Dude, rave so many such things. a thing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's oh, good, it's eh? so it's good much better. Same. Yeah, dude. They, um, they happen up at Lithgow. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, did you ever go up there when you are living in Penrith? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zigzag? I've been to uh, Lithgow a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, so when you have Zigzag, you go all the way out and there's a place called um, Lost City. Okay. And like, it's like a flat top on top of the mountain, essentially. But like the flat top, there's all like these rocks that look like they was once a little city type of thing. Heck yeah. And they just pitched the tent there. And uh, Ben Garens went up there. And like, yeah, right. Yeah, all the manly boys that have been popping off, they were up there, Liam Dowling. Dude, and shit. that's so sick. Yeah. Yeah, but you need to get like exclusively invited, but I'm going to I'm gonna find my way into it. It gets list. too rowdy if you're like inviting yeah. everybody to those things, eh? especially because it's so like ungoverned. Yeah. You don't have cops there. Yeah. People are going to be on all sorts. Yeah, dude. I literally weird. told the story on last week's podcast. About, we went to one in Byron and our house ended up getting run through all the way. Are you kidding? Nah, bro. Dude. Yeah. Cra- it's a. F- listen, listen to the latest podcast. Um, But yeah. Yeah, I'll suss it out. Yeah. Oh my fucking, God. It was crazy. It was. Yeah. But exactly that. We went to one in Byron and um, yeah, it was all right. But there was other ones in Byron that like. It, we went to one where it was like 18, 20, 22 year olds. Yeah. There was ones in Byron that were like for like 25 and stuff like that. And they looked mad, but so hard to find them. Oh dude, it's impossible yeah. to find them. Yeah. There's so many that go on even in Sydney, but you just don't, yeah. you just don't hear about it. Yeah. You have no idea they happen. And then you see the videos like the next day and you're like, bro, yeah. we should have yeah. that. Like, why did I not hear about that? Yeah. It'd be mad. Maybe you should host one. Dude, me and Geordie have literally been talking about doing yeah. like our own events. I, we haven't really spoken too much about doing raves. We're talking like more proper like club events. Yeah. Um, but raves, I would love yeah. to start throwing raves. Yeah, raves are max. It's an expression of like who you are. Yeah, man. Yeah, I paid this unreal rave. It would have been like three, four weeks ago, and it's just these nineteen-year-old dudes. Shout out Bella Noble and the Illicit Underground crew. Oh, yeah. not Illicit Underground, Illicit Sydney. I guess Illicit Underground. Yeah. Um, they do these raves. Absolute legends at it. Nineteen years old. Nuts. So young, and they set up decks and a speaker in this fucking Sydney alleyway in. Where was it? Leichhardt? Just down like yeah. this street and they set up speakers and decks. I reckon 200 people rocked up yeah. to this thing. That's mad. Throwing gun fingers in some Sydney alley yeah, to yeah. drum and bass. Absolutely unreal. <laughs> yeah. Drum and bass been picking up lately, hey. That's massive in New Zealand. Yeah, really. Huge thing in NZ. I think it's going to start carrying over here. It's like getting bigger. Loot kind of carries the flag. Exactly know. right. 100% he it's does. It's got that influence now. Played at the roundhouse last night. That looked nuts. Yeah, all my mates went. Dude, and they yeah. had a full like boiler room set up. In yeah, the yeah. Oh, dude, that looks so much fun. We need it. Oz needs more boiler room type of stuff, man. It does, dude. Yeah. It seriously does. Like Lost Sundays, I guess, is kind of doing like a similar thing where you can kind of get behind them and stuff. Yeah. But I love the idea of having the DJ in the middle. Yeah, yeah. It just creates a mad yeah, way better. Yeah, yeah. It keeps it the DJ like part of the crowd. Like doesn't. Yeah, just everyone as one. Just yeah. Rather than the music. like shift them off to the like front of the place. It's yeah. like central. I yeah, that. yeah. I reckon. Um. Yeah, Lude. Did you go to Lude with me back in the day? 2018, 19. Who was it, sorry? Lude? Lude. Not too much. No, I think it was, I got into him a bit later. 
Yeah, because I, I remember going to one of his shows at Ivy, and, like, it was mad. It was yeah. mad. He'd only had the Triple J mix out. Like, he didn't even have, like, a Spotify tune at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, right. And then, um, yeah, watching the um Down Under thing just go, like, Dude, skyrocket beyond anyone's off. body. That was ridiculous. Yeah. He originally did it as a bootleg, and it got so big that the original... Who wrote the original Colin song? Hay. Hit him yeah. up and said, Dude, let's make this yeah. official. Crazy. TikTok trended it, which is what everyone's doing. Yeah. And then... Yeah, skyrocketed. What would you say drum and bass anthem is? My drum and bass anthem? Yeah. Dude, that's such a... No, it's not a hard pick. Couple Guinness by Selector J-Man, but the VIP. Yeah, right. Oh, dude. You yeah. need to put that on the screen right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so me. That's yeah, so I'll, I'll make a fucking TikTok edit for it. <laughs> um, I think, honestly, the biggest drum and bass anthem would have to be Tour by Mackie G. Oh, dude. I think that's like internationally... Internationally known? Yeah. Undoubtable. Yeah. I remember that. You literally couldn't go to a place that was playing that kind of music and someone like wouldn't play that. Yeah, yeah. Every single time. Yeah. Mosh pit, open up. Undoubtedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. I just, yeah, when it comes on, just... Bah, bah, oh, dude. Just, everyone's uh, singing it. Yeah. You can't even hear the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone's shouting it. So with like your, I mentioned it before, shows and stuff like that. What would your dream show be? Oh, are we talking like long, long, long term? Or are we talking like kind of short? Well, let's break it down. Let's go one year from now, three years from now, five years from now. All right, one one year from now, which we're hoping is going to get like in the works quite soon. I'm going to say like Lost Sundays. Yeah, that'd be unreal. I can't, I can't obviously see myself playing like a baseline set at that. That's going to be like more kind of like funky housey kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. In a couple years, I'm going to say a baseline set at like Ivy supporting someone yeah. at Courtyard Party. Yeah. That'd be unreal. I'd be so stoked on that. And then if we're talking like long-term goal, Printworks London. Yeah. Dude, that'd be absolutely nice. Massive over there. Have you seen Printworks London at all? Nah. It's like this big, like, just looks like an alleyway. Yeah. And then um, the DJ's kind of like suspended above the whole crowd looking down over everyone. Yeah, man. Um, and then they've just got like this big screen behind and the most ridiculous like audio visual light show yeah, you'll ever yeah. see that's absolutely nuts yeah that would be that'd like be long sick. long long term that'd be unreal yeah fuck yeah man that's, aim for the stars eh? absolutely bro yeah. we'll get there we'll yeah do it. you might end up at ultra croatia i might see that yeah oh, that'd be unreal <laughs> <laughs> that'd be mad do you th- do you want to play it like the big shows in the city or you want to take small steps every single time i like taking the small steps bro yeah. i like doing like it's a cool process getting yeah. there which i find so fun it's been cool to even look at like where me and Geordie have come to where we are now. Yeah. You know, it's not like a huge deal, but it is those like little no, it is steps yeah. along the way that yeah, you like kind of like appreciate, like going from like the house parties that me and Geordie used to play yeah. together, making your way, you play like a little boat party yeah. gig, get your way into like some little venue. We played at like yeah. this place called the Booze House. Yeah. Once it was like this fun little gig that we played and then you move on again, you play like a little bit of a bigger club and then you get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. I like the little steps. It's so much fun. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Ollie camera. Did you stop and start? Still going. How long has it got? <laughs> oh, fuck. My bad. I thought it was half an hour. I'll edit that out. <laughs> you were on the ball. Yeah. You were like, oh. yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. All right. Back to it. Anyway. Audio cut out. Yada, yada, yada. All right. What made you like... So, you, Hugh's gig was what made you get into DJ. Yeah, dude. And it was so sick because we had him on radio the yeah. radio show um the other would have been like three weeks ago or something full circle moment full circle moment yeah so sick such a full circle moment i got to have a chat with him on air about like how he inspired me and he was like frothing we got to like hear how his music's kind of changed yeah. and me and geordie was so stoked he was playing so many tracks that 
like we were um, really familiar with. Yeah. And it was just sick. Yeah. Got to have a mix with him finally. Yeah. So obviously yeah. like when he got me into it, I wasn't able to yeah. like really mix music with him. I think that was my first time mixing music with him. Yeah, right. And it was hectic. Yeah, was I've so still got um there. I've still got pilot on my um playlist. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I love that. I track. love it, man. So it's hectic. Fucking... I remember when it first came out, I was like, that's unreal. Yeah, yeah I still got I still bump it because I just got one playlist where I just chuck anything and everything in. Like if I just like it, it's there. And yeah, it yeah. comes on every once in a while when I'm in the car. I just fucking bump it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's He's just... still doing his own stuff too. He's yeah. played um, a couple of his originals on the radio. Yeah, man. He's a sick producer, dude. Good yeah. on him. Shout out, Hugh. After Hugh, in terms of like de- established DJs now, who would you say the biggest ones? Oh, all right. Zero, number one. Yeah. He, he... that would have been a confusing sentence now that I think about it. Yeah, the yeah. artist Zero yeah, yeah. is my number one. <laughs> He um, did um, pay for thrills. Yeah, the pay yeah, for thrills. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm so stoked. I bought his um this USB did this release 22 never to be released tracks. Yeah, and he sold them to like a handful of people, and I copped one. Best money I had. Yeah, spent. really. Oh my god, dude, the tracks on there are absolutely nuts. I got this sick video on my um. You know, I was telling you about that rave that I played yeah. in that alleyway. I dropped this um never to be release pay for thrills VIP. Yeah, that yeah. He did. Should have seen the reaction, dude. Yeah, just oh my god, nuts. absolutely yeah. nuts. You know the bit where it's like, yeah, yeah, and then you assume it's gonna happen. Yeah, that goes for way longer. Yeah, like builds this suspenseful as bit. People losing their minds. Oh, yeah, best money I've spent. Fuck it. Yeah. And besides zero, who else would there be? Uh homie Wafu. Shout out the dude. Yeah. Uh, always been his biggest fan. Ridiculous. I remember like when I started, all I ever wanted to do was be a lineup with him. Yeah. Now we're achieving that today, which I'm so stoked with. Yeah. Um, Congratulations, bro. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah. Now I got to call myself mates with a guy, which is yeah. so sick as well. But he's been a massive inspiration. Yeah. Especially because he comes from the same place as BR. You know yeah. what I mean? He's a Sydney dude. Yeah. And you see where he's going and what he's achieved. Yeah. And What's his like, biggest song? Um, oh, I don't even know what his biggest song would be now. Fuck, there's something he's on that's on Spotify and it's massive. I can't remember what it is. It might be, I think Synopsis got pretty big. Yeah, could be it. I'm that pretty sure. Could be it. Yeah. I think he did that with Interrupt. Yeah. He's going to crucify me if I'm getting all this yeah. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out if it's dead wrong. And Bad Habits went really well as well. I'm yeah. Sure. And besides, like, so who'd be the third? Oh, dude. Um, One big one for me at the moment, which is sick to see, and I've been loving him lately, is this guy called Headex. Yeah, right. And he's a drum and bass artist. Um, From here? No, no, no. So he's over in the UK. Yeah. Um, I don't really know Overboards too much about his story, but I know for me, he just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like I hadn't heard of the dude. And then next minute, he's just come out with these ridiculous tracks. His mixing style is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and he's just playing these massive shows. Yeah. He could have been away, around way longer from what I was aware of. But he's for, like for me, he just came out of nowhere and he's, he's just a steezy dude. Eh? Yeah, yeah. He's so... Just yeah. Gets it. Yeah, yeah man yeah. he just gets it he's up yeah. there he's throwing like ridiculous fucking maneuvers up there <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so with like your like with the djing have you tried to experiment with different sounds yeah kind of it's like i said before like i started with that kind of deeper yeah. music um and then worked my way into um like bassline and drum and bass yeah um but yeah, we get we get really different with our music. Me and Jordy, especially, because he's obviously very different in terms of what he likes to mix. Yeah, everyone different has a different sonic sound. They yeah like, gravitate towards. So he's yeah. very like um, what would you even describe it as, Jordy? Very deepy, textualized yeah. kind of stuff. Um, and then I obviously go like quite heavy. And then but when we come together, we really love mixing like um, like 
real bass orientated house yeah um and that kind of stuff and lots of minimal music yeah, yeah. So that's kind of where the experimentation comes in yeah yeah just bounces around that kind yeah. of stuff not into like the traditional edm stuff at all oh yeah not really it's not like massively my scene i think yeah. i'm mostly just either like house or uk bass basically yeah. Yeah. what artist would you say gets played the most in your scene generally oh what wait what was that sorry like what artist gets played the most like just that shows by all the djs gathered like what oh, song you're that's a with? tough one eh? the dudes that are going around massive at the moment are guys like skin on skin and like katama yeah um i can't remember who the other one is um more grab more grab that's who i was yeah. thinking of so many people playing his music, yeah, music yeah. out at the moment i think that techno scene yeah is like we were saying about drum and bass yeah massively on a rise yeah you know jeb yeah, yeah, Jer- yeah, yeah, yeah. You had him on yeah. his episode. Yeah. yeah, dude, Jerb is in love with those three. I literally was, remember listening to him yeah. talking about that. Yeah, he, yeah, for year, I reckon like a year or two now, he's been like talking about skin on skin and more grab and like the rest of them and yeah, crazy. Like I took notice of him, and then now I look at them I'm like, holy fuck, Jerb was very right there. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. They, yeah, they're blown up. It's he's crazy. um. He's producing, like, trying to tap into producing that kind of music as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He do, like, he made his own songs. He has one called um, You Know What It Is, and it's just, like, um, Wiz Khalifa sampled off Black and Yellow. Oh, you kidding? Yeah, yeah, where he's, like, talking, like, he says, you know what it is, and then Jerb sampled that, put it into a song, and it did really well. I'll have to listen to yeah. it. That sounds sick. Yeah, it's honestly, I, I bump it, like, and, like, people bump their mate's music because it's their mate, but they're supporting it, but, like, if Joe was my mate, I'd still adore the song. You're bumping it because it's head. Yeah. yeah. It's right. a, and I've told him so many times, like, you can play this at show, fuck off, it's head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good on him. Yeah, it's mad. Um, well, I've seen notice with you on Filthy Friday, you had a bit of hip hop in there. Yeah, the, oh, like the, the Biggie come yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I love that track. Eh? Yeah. I still play that song out. Yeah. I love putting that stuff in there because it breaks it up. Yeah, yeah. And I love putting grime in there too. Yeah. When they have like grime over baseline music. Yeah. Oh, dude. As it should be. Yeah, exactly. As it started, right. there's garage. Yeah, can't have yeah. It any other way. Yeah. yeah. So with like your hip hop and whatnot, like when, when you create your Filthy Fridays, right? Yeah. Like breaking it down, is it a natural flow or is it you have songs in your head that you're like, I want to put that there, there and there? Or is it just very much you just start and then from there you just keep building? So like start to finish, what I'll do is since I made the last one, I'll just yeah. like start collecting UK bass tracks in a playlist. Yeah. All the ones that I'm frothing and all the ones that I could like hear being in the next Filthy Friday. Yeah. And then I just collect them all in a playlist. And when I go, all right, it's time to mix these. Like I've got enough of them. Yeah. I'll find a start track that I want as the opener. Does that take you a while? Nah, you usually know it right away. Yeah, yeah. You'll usually hear it and you'll hear the start of the track and you'll go, that's fucking sick. Like, yeah. I'm putting that as a starting track. And then from there, it's like a mixture of trying to order everything in key. So you yeah. need to have tracks that like mix with each other in key, but you also need to have the tracks like flow in a way that makes sense with the way you want the yeah. mix to go. So like if I wanted to start reasonably chill and then build towards a peak, then kind of like drop off chill out for a bit and then build towards the peak and then drop again yeah. i need to find tracks that do that but also mix in key with the previous track yeah 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 so that's kind yeah, of the process fucking... it's taxing yeah. <laughs> yeah how long does it take you like days wise i haven't done one since november last year yeah and i've wow. every so often jump on and try to order these tracks it doesn't take that long if i wanted yeah. to sit down and get it done i could in a week yeah i could get it done yeah. in a week yeah. like, like I, I think it took me a week to build the set list that i'm playing tonight yeah um but I think it's because 
you release it and you know it's going to be on your SoundCloud like yeah. forever and people are going to listen to it repetitively. Yeah. You just kind of want it to be... And when you're playing a show, they go straight to your SoundCloud to be like, what am I expecting? Exactly yeah. right. And then you want a like solid mix in there that is like really well structured and yeah. really well mixed. So you kind of want to take like way more time with that than what you would just playing a set on a weekend. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Um, with like the set, like your set for the show tonight like when you're building that out what's your thought process there um so i you've got to stick to remembering that if you're a warm-up set you're a warm-up set yeah so like i'm just opening tonight yeah so i'm playing nine till ten so i just know that it's going to be like a few people there kind of just rocking up yeah chilling yeah. out so you just got to be mindful of that so i've like structured my set basically to start off really chill yeah i'm gonna start off with garage that you mentioned yeah. before and kind of work my way into a little bit heavier stuff yeah but you just got to be mindful and leave room for the DJs after yeah, you to start to come through and kill it yeah exactly yeah, yeah. start building it up even more yeah yeah yeah. I've never even that didn't even cross my mind eh? yeah like if you're on the warm up set like you gotta remember that event organisers love it dude they like love when a DJ rocks up to a place and they're mindful of the fact yeah. that you're a warm up set yeah so there's a lot of people that just get in there and they could be playing very first at the start of the night and they get up and they just drill it yeah or yeah or like they'll bump the tempo up to 134 BPM yeah and they'll just leave like nothing for the people after yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd give you shits as a DJ. Oh, dude, it would. Yeah. If you're the headline act, I'm sure yeah. they appreciate you. Did like. you see um, Disco Lines? You know that Baby Girl song? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. a drum, drum and bass remix of it? Nah, I haven't seen that yet. Dude, you need to hear that. I'll That's get so on to it. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about there. Yeah, we put up on... Um, we put up a clip of like us talking about him and he commented on it and then I like went through his, all these videos and um, a DJ played his song when he was warming up for him. Oh and no! And he was fucking fuming, dude. Could you imagine that? Yeah, I couldn't believe it when I watched. It. I was like, "There's no way the like some bloke's got the balls on him for that." He's never getting another gig in his life. Yeah, <laughs> it's not happening. Because Baby Girl wasn't even like put out on Spotify yet at the time, so it was just like the huge TikTok sound. Well, wait, so did he steal the track as well? Like essentially, yeah. Was it, it was, released? Oh, uh, I think on SoundCloud. Oh, that's but like so he knew who on. he was playing for. Like he knew Disco Lines was coming up. And that's his big song. Anyway. Yeah. Dude, that's yeah. a big no-go, eh? Yeah, it's a huge no-go. Oh, spewing for that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you want to be an idiot? Yeah, <laughs> man. Reap the fruits of your Cut labor. It. So let's rewind it. Oh. Did you ever think 16-year-old boy going to St. Dom's, you were going to DJ? No, I had no idea. Absolutely yeah. no idea. Dude, life has been such a weird roller coaster. I went from being a Domino's delivery driver to training to kill people. Yeah. And now I'm a DJ. Yeah. How does that happen, eh? Fuck, bro. I can't even, yeah. Mine's been like a bit more linear than yours, but yours is just, yeah. Because when I first met you, you were Dom's boy. Yeah, yeah. Part of that, like Dom's crew. Yeah. And then, yeah, like just watching you just go do your thing when you went to the army and then like come back. Before you knew it, you're out in the gong. Yeah, it's weird, eh? Yeah. Yeah, In the army, did you get the idea of like... I'm going to go do DJing after this. Yeah, no. So it literally just like, it was like that gig with you. It literally just like overlapped. Yeah. And I just like heard his gig and I was like, dude, I'm going to start picking that up. Yeah. Before that, what was your plan? I didn't really have any plan, dude. Army was the plan. Like I remember getting out of school and just like not really knowing what I was doing. And I was like, I wanted to be in the army since I was a kid. Let's give it a go. Like why not? And then, yeah, just went and did that and prayed for the best and didn't really have any ideas of a backup plan. And I think I'm kind of grateful for it because it just like happened the way it happened, dude. Yeah. And I obviously didn't know like the injury was going to come out of the defense force. Yeah. Um, But if it hadn't, I would not be doing what I was doing right now. Yeah, 110%. Happy days, eh? Yeah. If you're happy at what you do, man. Exactly, man. You spend all your time in the ocean creating music. Yeah, bro. 
can't complain. Could have been more stoked about yeah. that. Eh? Yeah. Did you, yeah. Were you ever going to stay in Penrith or were you just like, no? Nah. nah, so I didn't really have anything in Penrith anyway. Like I got out of the army and my family had moved to Queensland. Yeah. Like while I was there. Um, and of course my sister Brooke is still living there. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really have a place to stay. I think I was literally sleeping on my mate's cinema room couch. Yeah, yeah. I, I think doing... I dropped you home there one night. Pro- yeah, pro- yeah, yes, yeah, 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 you did. Yeah. And I remember waking up one morning and I was like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. What am I doing, man? I was like, I've just gotten out of the army. I've got this back injury. I'm sleeping on my mate's lounge. I was like, this is shit. I was yeah. like, you know what I'm doing? I'm going to move near the ocean. Yeah, fuck yeah. And I literally that day called my friend because I knew she had a spare room. And I was like, you still got that spare room, Balambi? She's yeah. like, yeah. So I see you in an hour. I put all my shit in my car and I drove down there and I haven't moved since. Yeah, man. <laughs> How'd you go making friends down there? Um, That is a crazy story. I don't even know if we got time for this, but I'll try to brief yeah. it up heaps. Yeah. Wild story. So um, I moved down to Gong, but I'd also had these friends of mine that I used to meet up with down there, completely unrelated. Yeah. Um, And through one of those people, I met another person yeah went to falls festival with them yeah and then met these dudes at falls festival yeah man and then that ended up being my group of homies and it just splayed off yeah it's a very in-depth story but yeah yeah, that's a very cut short version of it but yeah yeah one of my best mates brendan he uh brendan brown no you might know him but um he moved to wollongong like i don't know like he's very spontaneous human being Yeah, yeah just gets the idea does it no thought of like like and I love it for him because he just doesn't care. Spontaneity's like, mint. Yeah, it makes everything so much fun. And he um he was like we were just sitting at his house one day in Springwood after his twenty first. We're all hung as shit. And he's like, "Remember the gong?" I was like, "Dude, when?" He's like, "Like next week." He's like, "All right, fair enough." <laughs> he's like, "You're gonna come back?" He's like, "Nah." Is he still there? Yeah, he's still there. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, but he moved there, and then we we knew one girl uh who was in the grade above. Like she she was in Brendan's grade at a different school. We just knew her through parties. He went and she was down there. They became friends. Then he met her friends. Then like, yeah, just a trickle effect. The people he lives with, no clue. Really? Like I would have no clue who they are. Dude, it's so random how it works, eh? how you meet people. It was Geordie telling me that apparently you know every person within like seven people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six degrees separation. How weird is that to think about, eh? Yeah. That was like Kev, who was in here before. He interviewed Kendrick Lamar and Kim K. So it's like one degree of separation. Holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, man. It's crazy world, eh? That is crazy. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, Wollongong seems like it's very much like a one degree of separation between everyone, eh? Oh, dude, everyone knows everyone down there. It's ridiculous. It's the fall fall down of Western Sydney, I reckon. You reckon? Too hostile environment for people to make new friends sometimes. Yeah, right. You just like go to talk to someone and they just give you nothing. So you're just like, yeah. Everyone yeah. sticks to like their own little crews. I had that conversation with, you know, Adrian. Yeah, yeah. Literally had that exact conversation with him at the pub the other day. Yeah. I was like talking. It's just like this weird thing in Penrith where you're yeah. just like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You go down a gong and everyone's just like so happy to yeah. like making new friends and it's not like clicky or anything like yeah. that. You yeah. seen Duck Duck? No, I haven't been there yet. Nah, I haven't been because I'm not going. I You're not going? Go. You won't do it? I refuse to go. I'm You're not going to that club photo in that archway? Yeah. That's all I've seen of it. I don't, I don't really not, plan on seeing much more of it, to be honest. I'm not going to a club in Pender if I've said that much. But anyway, <laughs> um, bro, there's been so many fights there. Really? It's crazy, man. How's it not got shut down? I think it is. Like, oh, it's going? I don't know. But yeah, it got to a point where like weapons were involved. But oh, yeah, shit. dude, because I, I just picked my mates up. I still do like 
boys call me like give you 20 bucks to pick me up like, you were always the lift guy yeah yeah, yeah dude yeah. i can't even explain to you how many times this bloke has picked me up <laughs> on nights out when i used to live in penner yeah it's fucking it's good money hey, if there's only 19 year olds out there that get on their blacks tell people you'll pick them up for cash <laughs> i made hundreds of dollars I remember doing you it. telling me you're like bro i'm making bank yeah, off doing this i just make like 200 dollars in a weekend that's ridiculous just and it wasn't even like much driving at all it was just late at night yeah like later it gets you can just bargain with them because uber's like 55 bucks dude if they want to get home they're paying up. yeah yeah 110 percent. and you're making sure your homies are safe at the yeah, same time so that's yeah it. it's a great business model but um yeah so i'd pick the boys up and um yeah like it's just fucking nuts hey eh? like it's just penriff just like everyone just keep your card down need to be more like the gong dude <laughs> what inspired them what made them think fuck let's put a club in penrith it's technically like not a club it- because you have dinner there oh piss off. yeah <laughs> you have like little um things but yeah like it's just been crazy but yeah it's the, like back to the point it's like yeah just the difference between like western sydney like i love western sydney with my whole heart but like yeah it's just very hostile environment sometimes yeah. whereas you go to like i went to byron over near's obviously shit happened there but like just of a day you can just talk to anyone do like, you notice the difference immediately yeah like go like going to any of those places you notice it straight away it's one of the first things i noticed moving down and going yeah so nice so friendly. yeah no one's got their guard up it's just no. very much just like this next human that walks past me can end up being one of my best friends exactly right yeah yeah i love it it's about crazy it. yeah so what's the plans for the future bro dude i'm just gonna keep going at the pace i'm going eh? yeah so stoked i'm not gonna force anything yeah i haven't yet whatever happens happens whatever happens happens bro yeah. and i've been loving every single second of it so far and i couldn't be more certain it's gonna get the same yeah. way in the future happy for you bro thank you so much yeah. dude. yeah that's good so we got capture on soundcloud yeah that's the one instagram as well but au at the end of it yeah dot au capture dot au yeah facebook uh yeah i got the facebook page i think that's yeah. just capture as well yeah so if you go to his instagram you can find all the contact details there yeah i got a link in the bio you yeah in there. awesome and as always hellsandco.com How's it going? TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all that good stuff. Thank you for watching. Dude, thank you so much for having me. I've been so keen to get in. It's been a minute. It has been, dude. That's been too long. We'll get you back on after you play an Ultra. What's that? We'll get you back on after you play an Ultra. Yeah, that'll be a whole different story, (laughs) won't it? (laughs) See you next week. Cheers, guys.